Welcome to the Shallow Dive on Koheles, the book of Ecclesiastes. Join us as we explore the treasures gathered by King Solomon. I hope you enjoy it. The follow-up on Peg Yud, Pasuk Gimel, chapter 10, verse 3. The Rambam actually incorporates this idea into Yadah Hazaka, into his corpus on Jewish law, in the laws of Deus. So, qualities, characteristics that a person should strive to develop or mold. Chapter 5, paragraph 8, he writes, Also, the walking of a person, It is apparent if he is wise, one in possession of knowledge, or is he a fool, and devoid of knowledge. And so said King Solomon in his wisdom. The Gambaderach, our verse, the Gambaderach, Keshesocha, is the, the way that it is said, that the hey, Holech Libo Choser, and also in the path that the fool goes, his heart is lacking. And he declares to all that he is a fool. He informs everybody concerning himself that he is a fool. So the Ramam does give an added perspective on the verse besides incorporating it into this legal work of Musar, of how a person should compose themselves, be aware that part of who they are is reflected through how they walk even. That's not only can a person be certain features of their personality detected through, let's say, their handwriting, but even from the way they walk. He also is telling us that this is a derivative of the wisdom of Solomon as opposed to his prophecy. Meaning this idea is an outgrowth of Solomon's wisdom. Many aspects of Kohelis are wisdom and other aspects are prophecy. It is a book that contains both. And the Ramam asserts that this particular verse is conveying an idea that is derived from the wisdom of Solomon. Let's see the next verse. Pasuk Dalad, verse 4. Im ruach hamoshel ta'ale olecho. If the spirit of the sovereign ascends upon you, mekomcho al tanach. Your place, do not leave. Kimarpe yaniach chatoim gedolim. Marpe can mean either a, a softening or weakening or a healing, alternatively. Or Marpe 
this softening or healing, yanyah shall leave aside great sins. A bit of a cryptic verse here. Targum explains, following the context of who is the ruler in the previous verses, King Solomon has explained as a parable a king coming against a city, the king or the ruler being the metaphor for the evil inclination, this raw desire. In Rucha de Yitzra Visha, if the spirit of the evil inclination, Misal Bach, rules over you, and is gaining strength to go up upon you. Ashtav, your good place, di havesa noeglamekambe, that you have accustomed yourself to stand up in it. Lo sishbak, do not forsake it. Arum, because his gome oraisa, the matters of the Torah. Isbiriu Asu will create a healing. Ba'alma in the world. Lemishbak to grant clemency. Leminshe and to make forgotten. Min Adonai from before God. Chovin Ravervin many sins. That's how Targum renders this verse. If the spirit of the sovereign comes up against you means the evil inclination is pushing a person hard. So the device of King Solomon is to not give up his place. Ashrachtav, your good place that you had accustomed yourself to stand up in, don't give it up. The words of the Torah are healing. What is the idea here? What is this good place? It appears from Targum that it's referring to the words of the Torah. The words of the Torah are a critical and necessary aspect, more than aspect, defense. That's the, the primary defense against the onslaught of the Yitzhahara. We find this discussed many times in various ways. If this manoval accosts a person, the Yitzhahara seeks to destroy a person, drag him into the base medrash. We find the Ram says the Yitzhahara only gains ascendancy over a person if they are panoi mechachma, if they are not engaged in Chachma. If a person is free from Chachma, that's where the Yitzhahara finds a place to attack. So the defense over here is not to give up the good place that a person had accustomed himself to stand up in. Lachara, this is describing, in the, in the way Targum is rendering it, both 
as a prophylactic and as well how a person should comport themselves even in the face of a fall. Even if the Yitzhahara has gained a degree of success, domination of the person, still the person should maintain the good place that they have accustomed themselves to stand up in, and that is Piskome Oraisa, the, the matters, the words of the Torah. And a person should not give up uh, in the face of a setback. So both as a means of defense and as well in the event of losses, a person should fortify themselves. Both, I would think, are implied by the Targum. And the words of the Torah are created a healing in the world to bring about a forgiveness and forgetting for great sins that have been done. Obviously, it means in a metaphoric sense, God does not forget anything. His knowledge is without bounds. But the idea is the yahas to the sin, the, the relationship to the sin, is as though it's forgotten. The Torah, by definition, is not just an externalized branch of wisdom, but is the seeking out of the knowledge of God to be implemented. So when a person learns Torah, incorporates Torah into their lives, that is the greatest healing and catalyst for forgiveness that will change the person if they are learning Torah as it is meant to be learned to be internalized let's see Rashi Imruach HaMosha Moshal HaOlam the ruler of the universe this is not in the spirit of Targum referring to Yitzhahara, but to God. Ta'ale olecho will ascend upon you. Ledaktik acharecho minasadin to scrutinize after you with the quality of judgment. God is judging you. Mekomcho altanach. Do not give up your place. Your good qualities do not set them aside. To say, where did it help that I engage in righteousness? A person should never regret whatever measure of righteousness they've achieved as a response to divine judgment. That's a, a poor choice. Yosef Atzadik withstood the test that gave him the title Hatzadik, and immediately after he refused to sink to the level 
of Noev to go against the laws of God and sin with his master's wife. Right immediately following that, he's experiencing this scrutiny of judgment, Midas Hadin. He's sentenced to incarceration. This is the immediate consequence of his righteousness. Hmm. Here, in such a case, King Solomon says, Do not forsake your good things that you've acquired. Do not say, hey, what did it help me to be righteous? That was a mistake. That is a, an infantile response. A person should not do such a thing. A person should cherish the good that they have cultivated within themselves. And if they are also subject to divine scrutiny and judgment, they should not conflate that with a rejection of the good that they have accomplished and thereby reject that as well. They should not. They should accept the divine judgment, stay in their place. Do not give that up. Hold on to what's good. Maintain what is good. Don't, don't fall into the temptation to say, my kasili. Where did it help my righteousness for me? Look what Yosef Asadik could have said. I was righteous and now look what happened to me. That was a mistake. God forbid. Don't follow down such a path of destruction. Kimar continues Rashi, the specifications, the minutia of judgment, bisurim, in suffering, that come upon a person, is a healing for one's sins. And this will atone and bring forgiveness for great sins. So to the contrary, the person has achieved goodness, has perfected their character in the service of God, and they find themselves being subject to divine judgment and scrutiny, they should view that as a healing for their prior sins. Instead of saying, my oil, what did it help me? My righteousness. They should be grateful for the healing that this judgment, even with the suffering that it entails, is bringing about for their prior sins. That is the appropriate lens with which to view such divine judgment. Let's see the Mitsudas. If the anger of the ruler comes against you, do not leave the place of your dwelling to flee from him. Don't run away. For the weakening, that which you are loosening your bonds from him, and you will not be given over into his hand, this he will leave and gather great sins. 
Tosif Chet, V'lo Yachmo Lecha Kasher By fleeing God, a person, this of course is describing in the spirit of Rashi, not explicitly, but the parable of the ruler and the idea behind it is God, by fleeing, like Yonah did, doesn't help him, doesn't get him anywhere. The fleeing from God itself is sinful. Fleeing from the ruler will just increase a person's sin and reduce the mercy once the person is recaptured, so to speak. It's not helpful. There's no point in running away from God. The particular sin of Yonah was kovesh nivwaso. Literally to pickle his prophecy, to hold it in, not share it. God gave him a prophecy. A novi is supposed to be the mouthpiece to share the divine word. And he held it in. He did not want to share that with him. He was told to share it, and he didn't want to. That is a very severe sin, Kovish Nibuaso, and he ran away from God. That was not following the directive of King Solomon over here. King Solomon is saying, bad plan. Do not run away. When it says, your place, do not give up, do not leave. It's saying the alternative is to leave, which is essentially to run away. That is not a solution. Leaving is not going to get you anywhere. Running away is not going to get you anywhere. It's only going to complicate things for the future. It's, it sounds kind of fun in a, in a uh, theatrical sense. You know, you have this fish swallowing yona it's a whale whatever type of creature it was sounds kind of fun get a ride a few days it was not very fun he was close to death it was really unpleasant it, it's not like he was in a in a cruise ship so that is a, a function of running away that those hisurin that he had to deal with and and go through were the result of his running away king solomon says don't run away don't run away from god it's not going to help. It's not going to make things better when you finally come around. Better to not run away. Stay in, in your place. Don't run away from God. 